You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there, and welcome to episode 80 of the 515 Podcast. Jason Priestmer here with John Wayne McMahon um, on his home turf this week. In my office. In your office. We're back on the road, so to speak. Yeah. The um, This is how we started. So it's always good to come back. <laughs> there was no reason necessarily. It's just the way it worked out. Yeah. I mean, the... The home turf is your your extra yes. bedroom, so it's the not like that's studios. like the most permanent no. place either. <laughs> it's not. It's it's very. It's yeah. all very yeah. temporary. Yeah, we're eighty episodes in, and this could be the last one for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> they could just pull the yank the rug right from under us. At any we're time. pulling funding, Jason. I need oh. to talk, to, Jason. After this episode, after I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kind of worried. Um, Happy New Year, John. Lee. Happy New Year, man. This is uh, the, our first episode of yeah. 2019. Yeah, which. I was doing the math in my head, and I got tired of that. <laughs> we haven't done this in a few weeks. Yeah, we haven't. So I think we should address, definitely address that. Again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I wish <laughs> I, I really wish that in episode seventy nine, we um, had some some uh, you know forward like, thinking where yes, we would have told people. you, hey, we're going to take a couple weeks off for the holidays. Um, I'm sure that most of y'all put two and two together and realized, well, they're probably. You know, doing family stuff and things like that. Hopefully, we got the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. <laughs> um, we record on Tuesdays. Yeah, but which is when Christmas fell. Yeah, and then New Year's. Yeah, and then no. And I, I mean, we apologize that we didn't uh, make that clear. But um, at the same time, it was good for us to focus on what we've been doing. You you were working really hard on live stream mm-hmm, yes. leading up to Christmas Eve. Um, I'm still getting caught up from Advent and Christmas season, Absolutely. and so we. Um, Though the holidays were a deal, but we also don't want to just have an episode to have it if we're not, mm-hmm. you know, prepared or got something going on. <laughs> so, so it was good for us to take a couple weeks off, and, and we're happy to be back with you. This is how we sound when we are prepared. So I would not imagine. Yeah, want to yeah. experience last week's. Yeah, uh, just all flying out of the seat of our pants. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and apologize for my voice right now. I was like, I'm giving getting over this cold thing that's been going around my family, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get it. And, and here it is. Uh, so I still I still have a bit of a cough, and my voice sounds very deep and radio-like. So please enjoy this while you can, because yeah. <laughs> it, it will, should be back to normal. I'll back to your regular schedule program. <laughs> um, New Year's resolutions. Do you, ha- you, you have any? No, no, I've never. You're not a big big person. I've okay. never got into that. I okay. mean, I, I I I always you hear people like on the radio talking yeah. and and on the news, <clears throat> and people are always like joking about New Year's resolutions and yeah and. They're a joke enough as it is, but I know that there's people out there who are like really set on yeah. know, making them every year and then breaking them, right? <laughs> so, so apparently Jason is really big on lists and like top ten lists for things. Yeah, this came out the other day. <laughs> but so I thought I'd ask you, uh, what do you think some of the top New Year's resolutions are okay. that people come up with? Okay, what, what, what would you guess? Cool, you're gonna check them out. You tell me which what like. I'll which tell one you if I you're close. If uh, I'm close, and 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 I'll read some of the lists. So I'm gonna in a say bit. working out. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. Oh yeah, top three. Yeah, I think most of the surveys would say that some version of getting in shape or losing weight. Yeah, is near the top. Okay. Yeah, that's which good. is great. If you're gonna open up a gym, yeah, <laughs> you should do it just for the January first, <laughs> and then close. Even the when now, I just I, I'm a chronic like 
uh, I let myself get way out of shape and then try to get back in the gym oh, and then yeah. like I get decent and then I just let myself I think I still go backwards more <laughs> than but but anyways even in seasons where I'm working out like which is right now I dread the first of the year oh, yeah. because this whole influx of people and um, anyway so we're we're in the middle of that right now so you gotta <laughs> pick your time right to get to the gym absolutely Makes okay sense. what else what else uh, I'm gonna say uh, probably read people always want to read more books or something that's is that on the list? Um, you know, maybe. Okay, okay, maybe. Let's we'll chalk that up. <laughs> we'll chalk that one up. Do people read anymore? I think <laughs> the kind of people that make New Year's resolutions. Do. I mean, I do, but I'm a nerd. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So good. What else? What else? Um, I'm gonna say, I wish you'd given me this in advance. I could be doing this all day long. Um, maybe spend more time with family. I oh think. yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, let's see. Spend more time with family in like a 26 survey of Reader's Digest was near the top. Sure. Was okay. the number one, I think. What else? So, I mean, I could go on. Uh, <laughs> um, probably uh, read the Bible. <laughs> read the Bible? <laughs> from, from beginning I'm front to back. I'm not looking at church lists. <laughs> I'm just, okay. i just like, where's John? That's good. I appreciate it? that. Um, maybe start saving yep. money. Save a little bit more money is one. Um, another one. All right, you ready for Yeah, I'll give please. You some. Let All me right. off the hook here. So get organized is another one. Okay. Um, spend time with family and friends. We talked about that. Yes. Learn something new. Okay. And, you know, this is ranks as one of the, according to, I think, Shutterfly, whoever the survey is, um, this is the most commonly broken resolution because <laughs> really? most people are like, "Yeah, I'm going to learn French this year." I'm going to just. And then, this. like a week later, you're like, "Yeah, have you started?" No. Three no. months later, you're like, "Have you started?" No. You can't even say no in that language. <laughs> 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 that no. Uh, travel more. Travel. Travel more is a resolution. But which, you know, if you're not saving that money, you're not going to be traveling. Yeah, that's so they they probably thing. need to go hand in hand. And they need to do these in order. Yeah, well, and the other thing for me is my resolution can't be travel more because I'm broke. Like it doesn't. Right. Even, there's not an amount of saving like <laughs> that I can do right now no. that equals traveling more. Okay, um, so you said you didn't have your resolution. Sometimes I've played with the resolution thing. I mean, I don't know. I think it's good to set goals. Do you set any goals when it comes around to the new year? No, I just we just went through at work the goal setting for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, right? so career and those are mandatory. Yeah, that's literally the only way to make me make make a goal or set a goal. Yeah, and I do that reluctantly, <laughs> and uh, I always feel honestly I feel really stupid making those goals because I have to type something that I think sounds business like and uh-huh. professional. Like yeah. I want to broaden my. <laughs> yeah. uh, career growth opportunity and then i just think it's got to be clear attainable it's got to be a challenging right (laughs) and then i just feel like i'm a complete fraud and my boss is going to see right through this so uh, i try not to put too much stock in in those (laughs) oh that's good that's good because i mean so yeah i think most of my goals i although i've i've set reading goals i mean i guess i am a nerd like like last year i wanted to get to 40 books in a year and how'd you do i got there awesome. close like by the no, not close did you no no no. like barely got there oh okay that's okay. what i mean got it. um by my estimation it's hard to keep up new year's eve party and you're there like skimming <laughs> yeah. through the books you're really <laughs> yeah. fast like i just need tw- three more chapters yeah my wife was hanging out with friends i'm like <laughs> where why are you on your phone like uh nothing is that a book no <laughs> They've got Audible in one ear, yeah. and you're, like, reading one. And no, seriously. And people hear that list, and they're like, really? 
40 <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but all the preaching planning and then I have audio, I count audio books sure, like okay. all day and all that. So anyways, so okay. I have like a book. I think I always have some kind of like, I think I want to get in shape this year. Yeah. Not, not like, not full out that way, but yeah. every year goes by. I'm like, dang, I got to do something soon. <laughs> this year I mean it. Yeah. So, um, but, okay. but then there's work stuff. Yeah. Like we set goals around here too. And like what we're expected, you know, what we're, we're expecting God to do and, and what we want to press into. And so there's, there's goals we have for the vine worship and things like that. So, so I think last, good. last year I did actually set a goal that I was going to improve my work-life balance. Yeah. And so I think I did was Did you actually, live into that? I did. Good. I actually uh, took all my vacation without kind of having to cram it in at the end of the year. And actually we did a little trip, you know, and went out of town for a couple times. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to keep doing that. There you go. There you go. Here. Well, good. Here, I was making fun of it the whole time and I really had one. <laughs> So, so we started off this um, last week's sermon mm-hmm. was, correct me if I'm wrong, Sunday was actually Epiphany. Yeah, it's a, it, it hardly ever falls on Epiphany Day. Cool. Usually we have Epiphany Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but it's never like the 12th day after Christmas kind of thing, and it, yeah. fell, it fell just right okay. this year. So that must have been like a really big preacher nerd event yeah. that, that that happened at the same time you got to preach on epiphany about epiphany yeah like i have friends that that went all out for it i don't know if we i don't know wow. if our church um was is all the way into epiphany that yeah. way okay but we we talked about it um we talked about the revelation of of god coming and what that means and but it, it's still christmas season this is still so like we even joked there's a reason why our Christmas <laughs> decorations are still up. You yeah. know, they're coming down this week. But Absolutely. So if you still have your decorations up, it's okay. Just tell people I was waiting to go through Epiphany. But but really, I mean, that was Sunday, so now well, we're recording this yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah, but we live Sundays to Sundays or something, right? We so you got, a, you got a couple days left. <laughs> as long as no one comes over before you've had a chance to take your decorations yeah. down. So, so the Epiphany... Um, is also it it has to do with God's revelation mm-hmm. it celebrating of like the three kings the the magi making it to find Jesus um, and there's a lot of different themes to that and I could go into the history of the church but I, but I won't go all the way in there but so we preached on Ephesians chapter three from Paul um, because it was an epiphany text from the lectionary now a lot of people I don't know there's lectionary texts that the world church uh, preaches on every week. Okay. If, if your church, if you've ever been in a church that doesn't do sermon series like we do, mm-hmm. they're usually coming out of the lectionary like that. And so um, we did a lectionary text for Epiphany, which was a, kind of an assigned text, Ephesians 3. Okay. And, the, and the, re- the reason why I did that is, one, to celebrate Epiphany, and two, because it was my ordination sermon. <laughs> so I did, I'm sending this in okay. to you. To the Board of Ordained Ministry of the United Methodist Church, the recording of it, mm-hmm. um, because we had an assigned text to be able to do that. So I got to I got to do both of those things. I didn't tell anybody Sunday about it, yeah, so that y'all wouldn't heckle me or anything. <laughs> That's uh, pretty wife. smart. So yeah. this was like a test grade for you. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, but Ephesians chapter three. What I loved about it as I was looking at it is that it really brings out Paul's mission statement, and so we're talking about like. New Year's resolutions and goals, but I think also tied into, as we think about New Year's, we think about purpose. Mm-hmm. We think about what does it look like to live our, our best us, like even in the worldly kind of sense of New Year's resolution. What is it, what's the best idea of who we can be and things like that? And and really, it was a cool text to open the new year with because Paul's saying, this is, this is who I am and everything that I'm going to do 
has to do with this right here. And yeah. so that's that's kind of where we're at and what we looked at. Ephesians chapter 3, he talks about how um, his his purpose in the world is to preach the the, the um the deep, uh, glorious truth, uh, revelation, mystery of Jesus Christ that tears down the division wall between the Jew and the Gentile and, and brings all people, mm-hmm. all people, the invitation to all into the family of God. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. And what, what does it look like to, to be like Paul and to say, this is, this is all I'm supposed to do like this is my goal and my mission and everything in my yeah. life is going to be geared towards this um and so that was pretty cool that's kind of what we looked yeah. at yeah very cool yeah um i'm gonna put myself throw myself under the bus and put you on the spot what was that you had an example of during your sermon about a time you've kind of had to uh, Look at my purpose. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like early, early in my time here, um, there was when I came out of seminary. I came out of uh, most seminarians come out thinking they're gonna they're gonna change the world. They're right. gonna they're gonna charge the gates of hell with a water pistol, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, <laughs> and nothing's gonna be able to stop them. Yeah. And so. Um, it, it's not. It's not all arrogance. It's more like we're so so excited to respond. We've been yeah, training, you wanna, and you want to put everything you've learned yeah. up to this point you, to practical use. Yeah, yeah. And so that uh, influence plus my people pleasing problem uh-huh. of saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Like anytime someone's like, "I need you to do this," or "I need you to do that," or like, "Can you be here? Can you be at mm-hmm. that?" In a large church like this. Uh, it's not good. It's not healthy to be a people pleaser. It's not. It's not healthy to say yes to every single right. thing. And so the, there was a point in my early ministry here where I was really close to burnout and tired. My my work life at home was not healthy and things like that because um, I didn't know my purpose and my mission statement, and I was involved in all kinds of things. And so I shared a quote Sunday from Francis Chan that says, our greatest fear should not be failure, but of succeeding at things in life that really don't matter. Mm. And so then it, it, it occurred to me in that season of ministry, like, what if I'm, what if I'm being successful in a bunch of things that really aren't that important? Like, what if it'd be, what if I could use my time in a way that's more geared towards who God's called John Wayne to be at KUMC mm-hmm. um, and towards the vine and some of the areas that, I, that I've been called to in my home and with my wife and yeah. things like that that have long-term, if not eternal, um, impact for the kingdom. And so that was a that was a revolutionary moment for me. And that's, and, a, and that's kind of what we were talking about with Paul yeah, this week. That's a great that's a good quote. Go, going back to the the work analogy, it's like if I if I put on all, all my um, goals for the year that I really want to kind of organize my desk better and get my files just cabinet cleaned out and straightened yeah, up. Yeah. And I'm like, good news, boss. I I did all that stuff. Yeah. Like, well, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't do anything. <laughs> To make the company better, yeah, you know, or su- or make the company right. succeed. So, right, uh, think of your faith that way. You know, it's yeah. like if you're just trying to, you know, check off all these little bitty, yeah, irrelevant things. Not irrelevant, but yeah, in you know, when there's all these huge big things that you should be focusing your energies on and, and set your sights on. Yeah, that's and it drives us. It drives us to focus on things that are temporary or short-lived in, in light of the eternal kingdom when we're just not focused um, or to worry about things that aren't as important, to yeah. get so bogged down by some of those things. And so I think that's really important. And so that's kind of that's what we played on a little bit. And um, 
and talked about. And I think the, that leads us to the practical side of, of what it looks like to live on mission um, and, and taking advice from Paul and seeing what where Paul comes to this. Mm-hmm. As he says, listen, this is, this is what I'm called to do. I, I am called to do this and this only, and it drives the rest of his ministry. And so what do we pull away from Paul? And, and I shared how that kind of drives us forward. I went full cheeseball pastor mode <laughs> and gave us four C's. Um, but I think they're really important. I think Paul would, would agree with them. So the first one is Christ-centered, mm-hmm. um, which that's double C if you're counting categories right now. That would be that'd be extra points right there. So Christ-centered, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but the first part of living a life that's that's a purpose, that's joining God in what he's doing and, and, and being more focused and direct in our our calling to the kingdom is to be Christ-centered. Anything that we should do should have Christ at the center of it. Yeah. Um, what is it about proclaiming, living out, declaring the good news of Jesus Christ, the salvation for people um, into those all around us? It should be Christ-centered. And so um, even if even if I'm doing a job that's, I don't know, like accounting or like, you know, building roads, like mm-hmm. how, how do I do that with Christ at the center of it? Um, and it may be that I can't, and I need to change, or I need <laughs> yeah, to I need to be led sure. somewhere else. And and people, I know that's difficult to hear, but like, how do I how do I do everything that I'm doing with a Christ centered purpose? Paul understood the centrality that anything he did had to be upon Christ mm. uh, and Christ alone for the mission of the world. The second thing is commissioned, understanding that it is God that sends us. It is God that gives us the power to go into the world. Paul understood sometimes the hard way that he had to remain in the power of the Spirit commissioned into the world. Because when we're when we're working in the world, when we're about kingdom things, we're doing it in God's power. The same grace that met Paul and changed his life is the same grace that sent Paul and the same grace that gave the power to Paul so that he could set people free and heal folks yeah. and deliver the good news all over the place, even in the face of persecution and danger and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, the third C is consistent. Paul is consistent and clear about his purpose. So for us to be purposeful in the way that we live, I mean, let's do it every day. Let's not just do it when it's right, right. or when people are looking. Let's do it when people Absolutely. aren't looking. How do we how do we live out our calling in that way? Um, to live with any purpose, I think we have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it takes, especially in the world that we live in, when the Christian values and understanding is just not as accepted. And so we have to live out our calling consistently um, in order to have that kind of purpose in the world. And like I say, sometimes we've talked about this before, you know, sometimes we have, we look weird doing that, you know, because we're, 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 we're set apart and it's uncomfortable doing that a lot of times, you know, when you you think other people are judging you or, or, you know, but. And the other thing is to let your faith and let your faith infiltrate every everything that you approach right let's be consistent with how we apply our faith into our life so that it's not just in this area yeah. i'm gonna allow christ to be right. or i'm gonna act in faith but in this area mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not or i'm gonna i'm gonna compartmentalize this from everything else that's going on this isn't gonna hurt anybody or this isn't that bad yeah exactly um and then the last c of paul we all know that paul is committed Paul was all in. He's probably imprisoned, even in Ephesus, where he's writing this 
where he's writing this letter, according to Corinthians, and it's maybe even at Ephesus where he, is, quote, has to face dangerous animals, mm. where he might have even been thrown into yes. kind of a gladiator pit to face um, dangerous animals in that, that sense. That's mm-hmm. crazy to think about. Um, are we committed to our mission of proclaiming this good news to the world? Are we ready to lay down everything, or is it just a matter of convenience yeah. or just when it doesn't cost too much? So Christ-centered, commissioned into the world, consistent, and committed. Committed. That's a pretty good way to set any goals or resolutions or anything like that as we move forward. To not be so focused on just self-improvement or only ourselves or anything like that, but how do we set our minds on Christ Mm -hmm. in 2019? I think that's a good way to start the year. So it's not too late to do that just because... It's already January 9th, nine days right? in. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can start now. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. Listen, you're going to mess up one of those resolutions already. Just replace it with one that's uh, there you go. That's kingdom minded. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, Epiphany's over. Where do we go next? So, where do we go from here? This next coming week, we are preaching on um, what it means to be kind of a covenant people. Okay. To be a people of of calling that are set aside. Um, what does it look like to, to live like that, to be holy? Mm-hmm. That's um, that's coming up. It's mixed in with a covenant service, and so the Wesleyan covenant service is something oh, yeah. we do every year, mm-hmm. and so we'll have a song that we sing and a prayer. And Excellent. I'm excited about that. And then the next week is a, a series that was born out of the heart of prayer from the pastoral staff. Uh, one of the most moving times of preparation has led to this series that's coming up in a couple of weeks for us. Um, that series will be called Kingwood United as we wrestle with the question of who are we at KUMC. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of times people at KUMC could talk about the ministries they're involved in and they can explain all kinds of things. But if you would say, well, tell me about KUMC as a whole, I think you would get a million different answers. Mm. Um, and that's not that's not terrible. Right. Um, it's actually pretty good for people to, to see different parts of who we are because we're a big church. But what is it that makes us um, who we are united? And so we're going to talk about some different things like how we desire to be known as a house of prayer, mm-hmm. um, how we are a people that that care deeply for each other, um, um, how we, we are a people that hold worship as something that's very important here. And th- those are the kind of things that we'll preach on and, okay. and discuss over the several weeks leading up to Lent. That's so. cool. And I really look forward to... Diving any deeper than that, and that's right. So five fifteen, we'll get to yeah, bounce some okay. of that stuff around. Well, good. Well, uh, that's a good place to, I think to wrap this one up. Yeah, y'all listen. The table is in full force on Wednesday nights here on campus, and so it begins like minutes after we finish recording this. <laughs> yep. So um, by the time you hear this, you'll have already missed the first night. But yes. um, please don't hesitate to jump in next Wednesday. Uh, there's a ton of classes offered from mm-hmm. prayer to the denomination status of the United Methodist Church to um, really important faith understandings. What do these words mean in our faith? Uh, that's being led by Jim Welch. Bert's doing the denomination one. Chris is leading the prayer one. I'm leading a new group on small groups. There's groups for parents of young children and moms of teenagers and all kinds of stuff That's available. Awesome. Wednesday yeah. is the, King KUMC is the place to be on Wednesday nights. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and the last thing I want to celebrate is that we are up to ten uh, more to life groups, small groups that have oh, begun. That's awesome. Um, five new ones uh, started 
either this past week or mm-hmm. the upcoming week. And so very excited about that. There's well over 100 people that are involved in small groups now. That's great. I can't wait to hear uh, what the number is next year, this time. That's right. Amen. All right, right. guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you later. Bye.